Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Project Podcast, a safe space for women of all walks of life to gather together, get honest, and discover more about the God-given identity and power we can claim through Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Modlin, and this podcast is a place of quiet retreat, girl talks, and scripture-inspired truths that challenge women to live changed. So get comfy, because we're about to get real. Hey, you guys, what's up? You're listening to the Empowerment Project Podcast, episode 25. I hope you guys are having the best day ever. I'm so excited about today's episode. Guys, this has been on my heart, and I've been so excited to share it with you, like literally chomping at the bit, and I feel like Satan has thrown everything in my way possible this week to keep this episode from going up. So honestly, at this moment, I'm recording this in faith because I am just praying that we will get it up on the podcast app by the time that it is supposed to be up there, so by Wednesday. So if you're listening to this, know that you're listening to a literal miracle because it has been quite the struggle just trying to get everything transferred over um, from the way that, from the host that I did have to what I'm doing now, which is through Anchor and just kind of trying to figure all of that out because things are so like testy and it's hard to like practice with something that's already kind of like a moving train because you you don't want to like record something and then upload it and then it you know it'd be up like a day early or something weird going on with it or you not be able to edit it because it's kind of like a third like anchor is kind of like a third party and like kind of like a host so if I would record on there trying to edit on there and I have not quite figured out how to edit on there the whole reason I wanted to get anchor was so that I could stop recording on my actual laptop and record like on like using that platform so I wouldn't have to use any more of my storage um, because my computer is getting quite slow from all of the stuff that I keep on it I really just need a hard drive I just need to bite the bullet get a hard drive but Anyway, without further ado, we are going to go ahead and jump into today's topic so that it's not too long uh, because I am really, really excited to jump into this. So we are going to start off with valleys and peaks, Um, but I actually want to start out with my peak this week uh, because I've got kind of a little bit, I guess like a learning type of lesson in the valley that I feel like is going to fit in wonderfully with today's topic. So we are going to go ahead and start with that. So I would definitely say that my peak for this week is um, getting to spend time with my grandpa. So me and my grandpa went to go see the new Rambo movie um, in the movie theaters. And he hadn't been to, I didn't know this, but he hadn't been to the movie theater in more than 15 years. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. But I was just kind of like thinking, I was like, ah, I just, I love spending time with him. And I can like get my whole family, to be honest. And I can get so caught up in just like being a busy, like, worker bee and just it, it not even crossed my mind like not it like it crosses my mind fail to make time for it and that's something that I really really want to be better at so I am I'm really working on being quick to saying yes to doing stuff um with my family with people because like um, prior to I'd be like, no, I got to get this done or I got to work on this or I've got somebody waiting on this. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm young. If I have to stay up later to get it done, I'll just do that. Um, you know, I'm going to go eat with my family. I'm going to go, uh, you know, hang out with my family. I'm going to go to my sister's or, 
um, you know, go see a movie or whatever it is that they have planned or that they've got going on. And so I'm really just trying to be intentional about that because I know that that is always what's most important and it is always on my heart. I think when you can kind of just get swept up in like your ambitions and like your goals and your priorities and things like that, it can really cause you to um, take a step back in the areas that matter. And so I kind of saw that. I'm, and I'm not saying like I wasn't like neglecting my family at all, but there's times that I would say no to doing something fun. Um, and then be really sad that I wasn't there with my nieces and my nephew and, um, it would just kind of be sad and I'm like, I gotta get, like, I gotta get my priorities straight. Like, you know, and so it happened probably like twice, but I was like, I really want to be intentional about this because no day is promised and, um, you know, it's just something, it's really the only thing that truly genuinely matters. And so, like I said, I'm just trying to be intentional and especially with my grandpa. I love him so much. We are a lot alike. We think a lot of the same way and we um, have so much fun when we're together. Normally we try to just kind of stay low key, but I was like, you know what? You know, do you want to go see a movie? And so we went and we saw the Rambo movie and it was freaking nuts. It was insane, but it was just so much fun just to like go and pick him up and, you know, spend the evening together. And I mean, we do this a lot, but normally it's like, um, dinner or lunch or, you know, just hanging out at his house or something like that. Um, so we get together a lot actually, but I was just like, this is just going to be something new and something fun. And just honestly to get us both out of the house, we're both such homebodies. So, um, it really was, it was just such a good memory. It was just us too. Um, because I think whenever we play and stuff, we can, uh, we end up like inviting other people in the family and stuff and which is fun, but it was nice just to get, that time with him and me um, and just to talk about stuff that was on our hearts and so it was definitely a really sweet memory and one that I am going to keep with me for a very very long time you know those you know those moments that you're in and you're just like this is like such a sweet memory and I'm so happy that I'm here right now it was definitely one of those so we had a lot of fun we put way too much butter in our popcorn you know we laughed too loud at the movie we were, it was just nuts so <laughs> it was just it was really good definitely a peak of my week or the peak of my week. Um, but so moving into my valley. And so I actually had um, planned to um, record this podcast uh, for last week. And I didn't get to do that because I had problems or like complications going on with uploading the podcast or being able to get it actually recorded. So I was like totally stressed about that because I was like, oh my gosh, of course this is happening. Like I was like so upset and I was hard to, trying to figure it out. I'm such like a planner. So whenever stuff is like falling through and I know I'm not going to be able to like get it together in the time that I need to because it's like reliant on other people because I needed to get a hold of like tech support and like get all this stuff worked out. So I couldn't rely on them getting back to me by a certain time. So I was kind of like, listen, we're just going to have to grab this thing by the horns and do what we can with it. And so we ended up doing the 73 questions ones. Um, a lot of you guys really liked that. So it was good because I had held on to that one for a while because I don't know, it was just kind of like a more fluffy, airy type of episode. And we are very much, you know, we get into the nitty gritty stuff and we seriously like to connect and talk. And so I was kind of just holding that one because uh, it just didn't really feel like it was I don't know, kind of our speed, I guess. So yeah, I was, I had that one stocked up and I was like, you know what, let's just do it. It'll be fun, a good, you know, easy uh, episode this week. So I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And for those of you who reached out and told me that you did, thank you very much. Also, if you guys have not yet, guys, the reviews, oh my gosh, we got a new review and I have to read it to you guys. If you have not yet reviewed the podcast, please, please, please 
go do that. It means so much to me. It means honestly so much to. Oh, whoops, we're starting. I always listen to my episode to my uh, podcast or not my episodes, but the podcasts that I listen to. I always listen to them on two X, <laughs> like the fastest, and because I talk really fast, I actually have to like. Uh, uh, really slow myself down whenever I'm doing a podcast because I can really get going. Uh, anyone who knows me knows that. So the latest, um, review says thank you and they rated it five stars. They said, I'm going through a hard time right now and at first I was pushing God out and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed yesterday and this morning and I randomly came across this podcast and I feel like this podcast was a sign for me. So glad I found this. It's crap like that, you guys, that I am just like, that's not that it's crap, just, I didn't mean that at all, but it's just stuff like that that I'm like, oh my, like, my heart just explodes, and it's not for any, it's literally, it has nothing to do with me, but the fact that it helped her relationship with God, that she was like, this was a sign for me from God, and I'm like, yes, it was. God is so eager to be in your life. He's so eager to be a part of the things that you were doing. He loves you so, so much, so if I can build that that bridge, if I can be a part of building that bridge, I am more than happy to do that. And I'm more than happy to do what I'm doing to help get people there. It, again, it's nothing that I do. It is absolutely, people always have to be receptive. You know, the, the offer has to be extended. Like it, it honestly has nothing to do with me. And if I wasn't sitting here doing what I'm doing, someone else would do it. You know, they would find it through somewhere else because God will always find a way for him to get to his people if they are open and willing to accept it. So again, nothing to do with me, but I love providing a place that that can happen. Um, and I feel like it's part of my purpose. It's part of my calling. And I honestly think, again, it doesn't have anything to do with me. I think God just is looking for someone willing. Um, it's not that I'm different. It's not that I am special. It's not anything about me. It's just that I say yes to God. I'm like, okay, we'll do what you want to do. And so I'm an open vessel for him to work. And so he, he, I allow him to work through me. So he chooses to work through me, but, and he could just as easily work through you if you would just say yes. So if that's something that you want, um, definitely just open yourself up to that. Okay. I don't know why that came across my heart, but I wanted to share that review with you guys. So if you have not yet reviewed this podcast, it would mean so much to me. And it, also helps so much um, just on like that algorithm of the podcast and it helps um, recommend it to other people who may be in need. So if you are someone who has been impacted by this podcast, you know, just find it in your heart to um, know that there are other people that, that need to be impacted by it too. Again, not by me, but from God. So if that is something that you are interested in, you know, advocating for, I would love, love, love to have you guys advocate for God and for this podcast and what he's doing through it. Okay, so let's move on to my valley. Oh, literally, uh, I'm like even bummed that I have to like share this, but I like I I need to. I think as a leader or someone who you know is like letting themselves be led by God to lead other people, it's really hard for us. Or I guess I can only speak for myself, but to show our areas of weakness our weaknesses, um, I guess because we feel like in some way it's going to compromise our, like people's perception of our ability to lead, if that makes sense. Uh, so you feel kind of like, okay, I just need to do what's asked of me. I need to put on a brave face and move forward and do it. And so for me, <laughs> gosh, um, okay, so this is Allie. Uh, it was Sunday night 
And um, I have always struggled really, really badly with stage fright. And so I am very much someone who does not like attention. If that shocks you, <laughs> I don't know. It might, I guess. And I think that's where I kind of get conflicted is because I'm like, okay, I have this podcast. You know, I'm trying to like share a message through Instagram. I have a blog, you know, I'm pursuing YouTube and just trying to like share myself through all of these channels. And honestly, so it might come across like I like attention, but genuinely, you guys, I really, really don't. Like, I don't like people wasting time on me. I don't. And I don't mean, I don't say this to be, like, humble. I think, I think honestly, it's, it's probably a bad thing. I think that you should enjoy, you know, people, you know, comp, or complimenting you. I think that you should have a healthy relationship with that. So I'm not saying, like, oh, I really just have it together because I don't think that's the case. I think that you should have a healthy relationship with that. So if you are someone that likes attention, I think that's fine as long as you aren't living off of it. Um, but for me, I think I've just been hurt in my past, like everybody else. And so I struggle to, I, I feel like I'm, I've always felt like I'm a burden. And I think I live my life, um, trying to be as less of a burden as possible, if that makes sense. So I always have tried to be self-sufficient. I've always tried to be, um, really just try to take care of myself and not need help from anyone else so that people don't feel like I'm a liability. They feel like I'm an asset, if that makes sense. Um, just so I, I'm not a burden on people's lives, so I don't have to feel like I'm a burden. And, um, but again, I don't mind when people burden my life. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, might have to do with love languages or something like that. But so for me, I have really never liked attention and stage fright has always been very, very prevalent in my life. Like very, very bad stage fright. And, uh, one of the reasons that I started, podcasting and YouTube was to get me comfortable with speaking and because I've always been so unable to it, it's probably funny because if you know me you're like you talk all the time and I'm like yeah but that's like in a comfortable controlled setting where I know that the people that are around me care about me <laughs> and so I've never really like putting myself out there and I'm never really trying to seriously share a message I'm just sharing my heart with them which is normal so one of the reasons that I started the podcast and YouTube is so that I got comfortable with speaking because I feel like in some way God has called me to share messages and I know I um I share I'm a youth leader and I mean I've led bible studies and groups and and you know just being able to pray and being able to talk in complete sentences without having a complete panic attack uh, because really I would like, I would not be able to breathe. I would not be able to swallow. <laughs> Those are all signs of like having a panic attack or having, you know, really bad anxiety. And so I would like be choking. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause it's like, what the heck? But I really do. Like I, I break, like I complete, I just go completely red. I sweat to death. Like I can't breathe. Like I've literally, my heart is pounding so badly that I, I cannot breathe. I can't even, it feels like I'm suffocating and I can't swallow. So I'm like suffocating, drowning in saliva, and I'm just like a hot mess trying to share. And so I wanted to get comfortable with talking and hearing my voice and knowing like, hey, you can do this. You can sit down and you can share things with people without having a full-blown panic attack. So that I'm trying to stretch myself. I think I've said this in podcasts before, but this is just how I am trying to stretch myself and personal development and just growing so that God can continue to take me to different levels and use me how he wants to use me there without me being a hindrance um, to that. And while also while knowing like I don't have anything to offer in this area. So anything 
that is good that comes from it comes from God. Like none, none of it's me. So uh, we can all rest assured in that. <laughs> so anyway, stage fright has always been very tough for me. So the first time that I got asked to sing in church, guys, I was a complete nervous wreck. And this is horrible. But I remember seriously, I was so so I was petrified. I was so petrified. I on the way there, I was like, just I because I had texted the pastor. And I was like, No, I don't want to do it tonight. No, I don't want to do it tonight. And he was not letting me out of it. Like it was not even an option for me not to come and do it. Like I was on the program, my name was printed in the bulletin. Like I had to go and I had to do it. And I was I was bawling like I was I didn't want to do it and but I knew that God had asked me to do it but I was so devastated like I was like oh my gosh I don't even know how I'm gonna get through this like I was like I'm gonna end up running off the stage like how am I even gonna stay up there for three minutes I was a wreck so I ended up talking him into letting me sing from the sound booth which is so funny uh, now thinking about it because I didn't even go up on stage like I I hid in the sound booth because um, I guess like for me I, and I guess think, thankfully for them you know it was about just like getting me to take a step and thank god you know they didn't force me up there because I probably would have passed out but um I sang from the sound booth and they played like a little uh like slideshow on the power like on the thing up on the wall so that people would have something to listen to or watch while they listen to me sing <laughs> it's so embarrassing but I barely made it through that I but I felt a lot better because nobody was watching me and honestly a lot of people didn't even know that it was, I was back there singing they thought it was just a recording of something and they were just watching a video so it made me feel a lot better that I was not you know getting any attention I was just hiding back in the sound booth being obedient and just getting through it as best I could so that is just a little background on how petrified I can be um, and all of it stems from fear of failure and so leading up to this week's valley um, way leading up to this week's valley <clears throat> I guess like what I've noticed is that whenever I go into different areas in my life it's like I have to go and uproot new things that I that I didn't know was there before like I will take care of rejection like if I am pursuing something and I feel like there's a root of rejection there or something that I am afraid of um or insecurity or comparison or whatever it is I can attack it while I'm in that area because that's where it's prevalent um and so the thing is is like whenever you go after it you think that you've gotten rid of all of it you're like okay I'm struggling with rejection anymore but it's like then you step into a new area and you're like oh my gosh it's here too and I had no idea but it's just because that door wasn't opened um, for you to realize that you struggled with it there as well so I thought that I had taken care of everything whatever I hadn't sang in church for like two years or something and we had our first worship practice on Sunday night and the way that this worship team works is very different than the one that I used to be a part of. Um, I was very much just in the background of the last one. I mean, the, the fear did not go away the entire time that I was on that previous worship team. Um, so from the moment that like I did like the solo and from the sound booth, I was then put on the worship team. Again, I wanted to be obedient, but I was very, very careful uh, to make sure that I was always background vocals, um, that I was never out front and center. I never had a lead. I actually did sing lead one time and I, oh my gosh, I almost, 
I almost passed. I was so freaking out. Everybody's like, why are you so scared? And I'm like, do you guys not struggle with this? Like, how is everybody just so chill and just like willing to go sing in front of all these people? How does this not scare you? I was just so confused because for me, it was like the end of the world, but whatever power to you. If you can do that, seriously, that's awesome. I, I really wish I had that. Um, so this new worship team that I'm on, they are, they operate a lot more freely. There's not like specifically like, okay, this person is background. It's like, you know, there's a lot more, um, I guess freedom and just like really what they are, uh, uh, pressing is that they just want room for the spirit to move, which I am 100% for, you know me. So I'm like, I love that. I love that. I love that. So I'm just, you know, kind of hanging out in the back and she's like, okay, McKellen, you, you take this one. And I'm like, what? I'm like, uh, yeah, it's going to be a no from me. And she's like, I mean, she's the sweetest ever and I can't tell her no. So I'm just like standing there like, can't get myself to sing anything, can't get myself to tell her no, I'm sweating to death, people are staring at me, and it was just like all of this, and so we just like went through like two minutes of the song where no one sang anything, it was the longest two minutes of my life, because I think she was just waiting for me to kind of like find the courage to like do it, and guys, I never did, it was so sad and I know that doesn't sound like a big deal but with so many people around you and people who are there and like trying and succeeding everybody there was doing so amazing and I'm like McKaylin you're here to sing and you can't sing and so all of these thoughts start, started going through my head of how useless I was how useless you know and I know wholeheartedly that God placed me in this position I there wasn't anything that I did to to get into it I did not have to go and in forcefully there was I I did not do anything I know that God placed me there um but I was just like so overcome with defeat and felt like such a weak link and I was like you know if I am unable to pull through in this area like I'm hindering the spirit or I'm hindering what God's trying to do here and so like and it, which is so not good like that's I mean you're idolizing yourself then if you think that you have any sort of control over that but I thought that I was going to hinder what God was trying to do through this worship team because everybody there was like qualified and I just felt so inadequate and I remember someone telling me you know like if you feel inadequate in an area, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing because it's really, it's it's not the best whenever you, um, you know, pursue a position and you're like, well, I'm the best person for this job um, because then you're your view on it can kind of get skewed a little bit as to, you know, operating without God, um, because God is made strong in our weaknesses and, um, our humility is so important, especially whenever we are servants. And so, uh, none of it's supposed to be about a performance, just about, just, it's just supposed to be about obedience and which I was fully standing in. But, um, when I was looking at, I was so like caught up in my performance at that moment. Um, all, literally you guys, all I wanted to do was run out of the run out of the um sanctuary because I was just so defeated and like I wish you guys could have heard the thoughts that were going through my head and it was so strange because it was a voice I hadn't heard in such a long time and it was so ripping and everything that 
I was hearing seemed to be validated by the things that were going on around me, if that makes sense. And so it was even harder for me to like distinct that voice because it was so loud and everything seemed to kind of check out. Um, and it, it probably took me like a, like a solid few minutes to get a hold of it um, because I was just standing there with my arms down like so defeated and so like feeling like such a failure. Like I was like, literally, you have one job. Like you're there's nothing else you're here for other than to sing and you can't sing. It's like the whole reason you're here is to sing and you're going to fall through like you're not going to do it. And I was just I was so upset. And I was like, you're wasting everybody's time. You know, you're dragging everybody down. Like, I mean, guys, there was like so many thoughts going through my head and it was so overwhelming. Like I stood there and I even to the point of like, if I had gotten the courage to sing, I couldn't because I if I would have opened my mouth, I would have started crying, like a, a bad cry, like a really insane cry. And I might be being dramatic, but I'm just trying, like, I might have been being dramatic. I probably was. But um, there, there were just so many things played up in my head. And all of it, all of it was you are a failure. You are failing. You are failing yourself. You are failing everybody here. You are failing God. Like you were failing the people that advocated for you to be in this position and so, I mean, like there was just like, Satan was wreaking havoc in my head. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I was just super devastated. Anyways, moving on, the song finally came to a close and um, she turned the, our leader, she turned around and she was like, can you not hear out of like, cause we have earpieces and she's like, can you not hear yourself singing her? And like, I mean, she was totally genuine and totally pure I love that woman um and I was like no I just like I can't sing and she's like oh and she she still didn't even I was she was like well can you sing melody and I was like I was like no I can sing I was like I just am so like gripped with fear I don't know like I was like I'm just so nervous and I can't get past it I can't get anything to come out and I cannot work up the courage to do it and she immediately was like oh okay well we're gonna pray and so she was like, everybody, get your gear off. And like, so everyone's taking their earpieces out, taking their guitars off, coming out from behind their um, drum sets and, you know, just stopping what they're doing. And I was so like moved that that was her very first, um, her very first uh, instinct. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, but at first I was, I was actually kind of mad. So I was like, no, because now we're going to waste even more time on me. And like you're Michaela. And so I was like in my head, like Michaela, you are causing such an issue. Like you are wasting everybody's night. Now we have to spend the rest of our night praying for you because you can't get it together. I mean, guys, I, there was so much going on in my head. It was nuts. So, um, we, everyone got done and we went over and we sat down and I was just still my head was just like going all over the place I was so upset and uh, I felt so bad that we had to now stop our practice because I was gripped with fear and all of it was fear with failure so anyways we spent the rest of the night then praying for me and speaking God's promises over me and like almost like makes me want to cry now just because I'm so blessed to have the people around me that I do that wouldn't even for a second let me believe that I failed and um or let me believe that this was anything other than a spiritual attack or that I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't equipped um or that God yeah I made a mistake God didn't call me into this or I wasn't letting people down 
And I remember like thinking like after, you know, they had finished praying for me, I remember thinking like, okay, you got to come in here and you got to, like, I was already putting pressure back on myself. Like I was like, okay, next time you have to come in and sing well, because they're going to feel like their prayers didn't work. Or they're going to feel like God didn't answer their prayers or something. And so I was like, okay, so you got to get it together. And, um, she came over and she was like, I want you to know that we will pray with you and pray over you as many times as this takes to get you broken free from this. And I was like, wow. Oh my gosh. Like, that's so reassuring to hear. And while I don't want to take any more time than necessary, obviously, it was just so refreshing to know that I had people surrounding me that were so quick to pray for me. And we were not going to leave me living in this state of fear of failure. So I know that was long, but I really feel like I would have shared it anyways, um, just being a part of today's subject because we were talking about fear of failure. And so I really felt like I had a hold on this like because I was going to record it last uh, week and I was like, I got this under control, fear of failure. And I, I feel like there are areas that I do have it conquered in, um, but when, they're when there are you know more intimate areas or areas that kind of put you on um, display of like something that you feel very intimidated by, uh, it can be very, very hard. And so I think I'm kind of standing in the middle of both of those. So I can identify with, um, you know, overcoming the fear of failure and, but also simultaneously, I completely sympathize with those who do have fear of failure. So I am going to share with you, um, ways of overcoming fear of failure. And I do have ground stamped on when it comes to this. I want you guys to know because, and you'll hear more about it, but when it comes to like stepping out and sharing the message, when it comes to um, the podcast or my blog or YouTube or even Instagram, Lord have mercy, um, I have just such a big vision for the Empowerment Project and for where I plan to take my website and my blog and everything that kind of coincides with that and just my my message um in general and I feel like if there if I were someone that was that I don't know what the word is succumb succumb if I was someone that succumbs to <laughs> fear of failure I would have stopped a very very long time ago. So we are going to talk about these specific ways of overcoming fear of failure. So buckle up. Okay, so we are going to go ahead and hop into it. Okay, sorry, I did that. All right, so there are two things, in my opinion, my humble opinion, um, my fear of failing opinion, there are two things that can lead to the fear of failure. Number one is people pleasing. Are you a people pleaser? I can 100% say that I'm a people pleaser. I love pleasing people. I'm very performance based. Um, I want to, it's not even that I want to be the best. I just, like I said earlier, like I want to be valuable to people. I want to um, show some sort of worth through the things that I can do, through the things that I can provide, um, and through the way that I make people feel. And I feel like that's one of the reasons, I mean, obviously, being funny is a talent, we know. <laughs> so I feel like for me, it's always so sad when I don't have anyone here to laugh at my jokes with me, but I, welcome to my life. Um, so the, where was that? What was I saying? 
Oh, so I love to make people laugh because for me, that's a performance. It's like, it's like I, and it only stems from like, I want to make people feel comfortable. I want to make people feel happy. I want my impact on them to feel good. I want, um, you know, I want them to leave me feeling better than when they left me, which is a very positive trait. Um, or what did I say? I want people to feel better when they left me or better when they left me than when they came to me, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, just leave people better <laughs> than when I found them. So I think, which is a very positive trait and a very positive thing, but if we are not careful, it can absolutely control us because then we become performance-based and then we care so much about what people think that it controls everything that we do. And we can't, we cannot take on the responsibility of the way people think about us. I came across this um, quote the other day that I really want to share with you guys. Um, I'm going to put it on the Instagram. Uh, the, the Instagram, going to the Walmart. But it says, the version of me you created in your mind is not my responsibility. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so good. Because we do take it on as our responsibility. Like we do make it our, like we, we feel like we have to live up to people's expectations of us. We feel like we have to perform well or we have to be what they thought we would be. And I think this is even with like, you know, Instagram and everything just being um, so measured these days by likes or the persona that you put off. And so you want to be as good in person as you are online or vice versa. You feel like you kind of have to live up to these standards. And if they're not your standards, they're someone else's standards or standards that someone else has placed on you. Or you compare yourself to people you see online and you want to be better for someone than someone else might be. I might have just talked in an entire circle, but it made sense in my head. So, but it really just boils down to people pleasing and wanting to, wanting to please people in a way that brings you affirmation of who you are, which is ultimately not good. Um, it's positive to want to leave people feeling better, but it is also not good if your value or your worth is wrapped up in that. So what I want to ask you guys with this, and I want you to be very brutally honest with yourself, is are you afraid of failure or are you afraid of them seeing you fail? I know for me, it was definitely the latter. And I think for most people, it is definitely the latter because it, it just in general, we don't really, if you think about, oh, like, you know, if you break something <laughs> alone in your house, like, it's like, oh, oh, well, my bad. Like, you know, you're like, Okay, that was a complete fail or whatever. If you do it and it's not in front of anybody, nobody knows, it's like you're more willing to try something. Um, you're more willing to step out of your box and like hit that high note while you're alone in the car. If no one hears it, you didn't really fail. You know what I mean? Um, it's just like, okay, well, maybe I should like, you know, hit try to hit this note next time or whatever. You're willing to try something else. So it's not necessarily that we're all afraid of failure. We're afraid of people seeing us fail. And guys, once we get a hold of that, it is life-changing. And so I feel like if I wouldn't have had this revelation before I went through what I went through Sunday night um, with myself, I probably would have sat in that failure um, or that feeling of failure for much, much longer. But I think once I realized, I reminded myself of that truth that I was like, listen, you're not afraid to fail because you sing all the time at home. Like you sing all of the time at home. Like I sing more than I talk. And so, I mean, you guys even heard it. Like I was like, okay, let's do this. You know, I just, I just sing and I love to do it, but I was 
more um, I was just kind of consumed by them hearing me fail more than I was actually afraid of failure. So I definitely think this is something that you really, if you um, find yourself in that same position, uh, really try to pay attention to it because um, because what's actually going on here is we are married, married, <laughs> we're married, we're married, we're married to the fear of man. And when you're most likely a people pleaser, um, you are determined to make your life choices off of how other people perceive you. And so this is fear of man. And I think it took a while for me to kind of wrap my head around what fear of man was. And I think honestly, I think the fear of man is... Um, the misuse of actually a really great gift, if I'm being completely honest. I think, uh, let me explain this. So when you have the fear of man, you are more than likely very talented at reading people. You can read when people are disappointed in you. You can read when people are pleased with you. You can read people's reactions and you can see more than the average person can see whenever they are talking to somebody. Um, you know, you're, you're very more you're a lot more deep and you are able to dissect people's emotions. You're able to dissect, um, things that are maybe going on in their heart. Definitely not, uh, critically, but you can just see more. You just have a gifting to be yourself aware, but you are also very aware of the feelings of people around you. And so you are very cautious of that. So you can tell when someone's uncomfortable. So you might hurry to make them feel uncomfortable. You can tell when people are fearful and you might rush to make them feel fearful or you might be using it in a not so good way and you can tell when people are intimidated. So you work to intimidate them or something like that. So, but I feel like being able to pick up on people's emotions and being able to pick up on things that I honestly think it is God allowing you to see into their heart. And I think that it is a God-given gift. And we know from the Bible that he doesn't take his gifts back from us. Um, we are born with gifts. We inherit gifts. We have gifts. Um, when we are, you know, born into the, uh, the family of Christ and your sonship and um, just our inheritance. And so he's not going to just strip away our gift or our inheritance um, just because we're not using it correctly. I mean, you can inherit money and just because you're not using it the way your parents thought you were going to use it doesn't mean legally they can take it away from you like it's yours. So I think it's the same way when it comes to a gift like that. But whenever we warp it and we kind of let Satan pervert it into making it fear of man, it then takes hold of us because then we are allowing their emotions to control the way that we live rather than using it to for the glory of God, using it to minister to people, using it to love people, using it to meet people where they're at. So I think if you struggle with the fear of man, I think it's honestly just a gift that you need to figure out and that you need to hone in on and that you need to tweak a little bit um, and use it through the filter um, of God and allow, you know, that anointing or that, um, that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of, I guess, um, putting it through the filter of God that allows you to use it for the kingdom or for his mission. So I don't know if that makes sense, if that made sense with anybody. It, it made sense in my head. But um, if you are struggling with the fear of man, you are definitely more likely to fall victim to people pleasing and um, struggling with the fear of failure, which is actually just the fear of people seeing you fail. Uh, the other thing that I guess could honestly go 
really well with this. Um, this was my second point, but I guess I could have thrown it in there earlier, is perfectionism. If you are a perfectionist, um, you are probably in the same category of everything that I just said. You probably have the same gifts. Um, you probably are very hard on yourself. You probably hold yourself to a higher standard than you hold other people. Um, and you are probably very performance-based as well. I know um, me and my friend were talking about it, where it's just like random things when it comes to like perfectionism. Like everything has to be the same. Everything has to be like, um, it's just like a little weird. Uh, like, you know, if, if one of your nails is chipped, you have to take all of them off. It's just like you can't, those little things you just cannot let go. You have a perfectionism, you're gripped by perfectionism and it can really hinder your ability to move and to flow and just to operate freely because you are constantly worried about the way that you're perceived or the way that things are taken care of or the way that things are done. So if you are a control freak, um, i.e. me, like I am such a control freak uh, when it comes to my things. I'm definitely working on getting better at it. I feel like God, I've, I've been praying on it for such a long time that I feel like God is letting me or not letting me I guess I'm just moving into because it's completely my decision um but I do feel like he is delivering me from the need to control things so I am really counting my costs when it comes to specific things just kind of like okay just letting it go and moving on and letting that person do whatever it is that they want to do I'm like you don't need to have control of everything just calm it down um but what I want you to know is that if you are struggling with the fear of man and worried about the way people perceive you um, or the way that people are going to judge you, this is so important to remember. Only someone who is insecure in their life and what they're doing is going to judge you, judge you for trying something new. This is so important to remember. Whatever, whoever you are worried about judging you is only because they are they are not willing to try the things that you're willing to try. And so in a sense, um, not that people don't matter, but their opinions don't matter. Uh, if someone is judging you for trying something new, that opinion does not matter because that it, it, it has no hold on what you're doing. It's only that their opinion is only rooted in their insecurity to move forward or to try something new because no one ahead of you is judging you for getting started because they remember exactly what it was like when you were getting started. Like, I know for me, like, even if, like, people come to me now and they're like, hey, I want to start a podcast. Hey, I want to start a blog. Hey, I want to do this or this or this. What's your opinion? What's your blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, let me give you everything that I know because I remember how hard it was trying to figure things out when I was getting started. And so I can, like, save them time because I've already walked that path and made those mistakes. So I can share with you a thing or two about you know, avoiding those roadblocks and those things that might get in the way. Um, and then I also, because I'm, I'm rooting for them the whole time. You know, if you're someone that has come to me, like I am cheering you on the whole time. Like I, I am so eager. And I think that's how people who go before, like that's how they are for people that I've never met someone, um, unless they're completely self-absorbed. I mean, be careful of that anyway, then, you know, their opinions don't matter either because they're not thinking through clear filters So whatever. But I have not met a single mentor that I have needed advice from that they are not extremely willing to share with me. Like they 
they have traveled this road. They know how hard it is. They can empathize or sympathize with how I am feeling. And they are so excited to get in there and help me. And I'm the same way. Like, it's just like, I guess, I don't know, maybe not everybody is like this, but People who go before you are not judging you for getting started because they have once stood in those shoes. They may be intimidated by you, and I think that um, God just showed me that. It, it, they may be intimidated by you, and that would be the only reason that they are not um, sharing certain information with you is because they are intimidated. And again, that is not reason enough to stop because that even then validates how equipped you are and how for like the fact that you might be made for this. So that's even validation. So sweetie, if someone before you is not giving you any information, it's because they are threatened by you um, and they are not secure enough in what they are doing to let you in on the things that have made a difference in their journey. Um, and I know for me, like if someone comes to me and they're asking me stuff, one of the very first things I tell them is like, Oops, sorry. One of the very first things that I tell them is it's going to be hard, but do not stop. Like I, I'm like, listen, you are going to run into roadblocks. You are going to hit like walls. You are going to struggle. Things are going to fail, but keep going because failure is the only way. You will never meet someone. Literally the only difference between someone that is successful and someone that is just living their life, doing whatever, not chasing their dreams, is a person that chose to be successful, chose to push through the failures. You will never meet someone who is standing on a mountaintop that says, no, it was super easy, got here, no problem, went in, no thing, you know, whatever. You have got to go through trial and errors. And it's some of the people, the, the people that are standing on the highest mountains probably fought the biggest battles because it is tough. Like that is just life. Like you are going to have trial and error. Like failure really is the only way. So overcoming the fear of failure is almost like, it's almost, it's almost like you have to realize that there is no such thing as failure. Failure honestly is just a, a, a chance to learn something new that you didn't know before. Like I know for me, if I look back at my failures, I'll look back and see, oh, okay, that's where I didn't do that correctly. And, but now I know how to do it correctly because I failed at doing it the first time. So really looking at those failures, like failure honestly is non-existent. It's like, okay, the only time that it is failure is if you don't get back up and dust yourself off, then you've succumbed to the failure and then it's prevalent. But you have got to overcome that fear of failing because as long as you get back up, you dust yourself off, don't give a rip about what people are saying, what they're thinking, because we've already said that their opinions are irrelevant. They do not matter because if you are chasing something that God has laid on your heart, if you are chasing a dream that you know is part of your calling, that you were made for this, that is something you are passionate about and that you know God is going to bless and that he's walking right alongside you, what reason do you have to fear? You are going to learn things along the way. Yeah, that's going to come with some speed bumps or whatever it is that gets thrown in your way. But know that that is most likely Satan trying to knock you off course because it is part of your purpose. And that is something that I have learned as well. Like even with this podcast, there has been things thrown at this podcast more times than I, this specific podcast. I think it's because it's going to set people free and it's going to be something that they can come back and lean into and it's going to shake the kingdom because people are going to remember their purpose and that failure is not what is going to hold them down because failure is non-existent if you're willing to keep up and get going. So I always look at 
things like failure or things that are trying to knock me off course or things that I want to throw in the towel, I automatically, I automatically am like, okay, I'm doing something right because Satan is so worried about this. And if he is so worried about this, I know that it is something good because he is not going to put any time into something that is going to edify people that are living in sin or edify people that are living lost. So if this is going to further the kingdom of God, he's going to do everything that he can to stop it. So I recognize that he is he is, you know, trying to combat whatever is going on here. And for that, I'm going to press even harder. And I recognize that with the worship thing that went on, like, I was like, okay, this is warfare. I see Satan trying to knock me off course here. So I'm going to press even further. So I actually take those bricks and I use it to build. I take those hits and I use it as edification towards the fact that I am, I am in pursuit of what it is that God has for me. So honestly, prepare to fail. Know that it's part of the process. Quit being fearful of it. Get rid of your fear of man. Get rid of your um, people-pleasing spirit because that is going to be what deters you from this course. So be prepared to fail and just embrace the process. The process, honestly, sometimes it sucks. I will be straight up. Um, the goal is Sunday and the process is your life. So really, there's never going to be, I mean, like, look at me. I like share stuff with you guys all the time. And I was just hunched over, like sobbing on all the people that were praying around. Like I was praying, I, I was uh, sobbing, like tears were all over them. Like it's not all sorts of bodily just I was so defeated. And I mean, like I hear I try to lead you guys like there are still things that I work through I'm more than willing to be transparent about those things and um I know that this is a safe place and I know that God is uh you know protecting me as I speak and I fully believe that so please know that the process is your life but it is a, a life and a process that you can absolutely that you already are a victor in through God like he has already won the war I, this came to me uh yesterday it was like every war he wages he wins and I was like wow that is amazing like every war that God wages he wins and in us moving with God towards these dream size or these uh God-sized dreams is a is almost in a sense like a war being waged because it's we're waging war on hell we're waging war on the ways of the world like we are breaking the mold we are throwing a wrench in the way that things are normally done for the glory of God and so that's a war being waged in a sense, but we know that any war that he wages, he has already won. So you are walking in victory and every failure pales in comparison to the places that you are going. So the process is your life, but it is it does not have the final say. Failure does not have the final say. God has the final say. He is on your side and he says that we win. So be relentless, like fall in love with the grind. And I feel like I'm at a really good place where I feel comfortable doing this or where I really enjoy the grind and I think kind of like I was talking earlier like that's where I can kind of get caught up in not uh, like going or doing something with my family because I'm like oh I've got something that I want to work on or that guys that was my hand I don't know if you heard that noise but <laughs> 
but I'm like, I've got something I'm going to want to work on. Like God's really laid this on my heart and stuff, but God is also so, so like he wants you to be in fellowship, especially with your family. Um, and so I'm like, you know what? I am going to, I know that God has laid this on my heart and I'm going to come back to it, um, later on this evening, but I can go and I can have dinner with my family. I can go and I can watch a movie with my nieces and nephews and I can have a good time and I can soak up life and I can soak up love, um, because God is so prevalent there. And I know that. So fall in love with the grind. And I think even for me, like there are things that I do now that I'm like, because obviously I'm not at some huge level of success. I know that. And that honestly does not even matter to me. Um, I wish you guys could see like the DMs and, this, and the text messages and even the emails <laughs> sometimes that I get. Um, and I just know that God is doing a work in the people that are listening to this. So that is all that matters to me. That is genuinely where my heart is at. Um, if it was about the numbers or if it was about growing at a certain pace um I would have thrown in the towel like you know it's it's it is it's not a race it's a marathon we've heard that a million times so fall in love with just being passionate about what are whatever it is that you are pursuing know that there is a process to getting there and God will see you through so just be faithful with the small things um and trust him with the big things uh and choose to repurpose your energy like I said earlier like recycle that fear into excitement like take those stones that are being thrown at you take those things that are trying to knock you off course and just recycle it to like okay I'm gonna press through because there is some reason that the world that Satan that someone does not want this to come to fruition but I know that God has laid this on my heart I know that I was fashioned for this and so I can't stop thinking about it I know that God has laid this on my heart and I'm going to push through and I'm going to pursue this and so do your best to celebrate like the very 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 small like prog like the very small progress that you have like even if it's like even if you're wanting to start a podcast or something celebrate the fact that you bought a podcast mic like I'm I'm talking like get little like your first like when you write your show notes when you have your first topic like celebrate that that is a part of the process and it's just as important as the whole thing um God sees that as so important he sees that as a step of obedience he sees that as a step towards him and in the right direction if you are feeling passionate about doing that and you know that God has laid that on your heart. Celebrate those small things. Um, and just refuse to uh, refuse to compare your behind the scenes to people's highlight reel. So we've talked about that a lot. I'm sure it's like a saying or a phrase that you've heard a lot, a lot. But just be very adamant not to compare the things that are going on behind the scenes to the things that you see on other people's Instagrams or the numbers or whatever it is that you're comparing yourself to literally refuse to do that. Um, we have a lot of podcasts on how to talk to yourself and the thoughts that you allow to come into your head. So go and check those out if you want to hear more on how to be able to do that. But or uh, actually, we have one called overcoming the compare or the comparison trap go listen to that if you are struggling with comparison go listen to that I think it's episode seven or something um but it's called the comparison trap so you can go and go and check that out there but just d compare your 
today to your yesterday. You are doing one, even like your hourly. If it is something, if you're like, you know what? I was fearful to even spend money on this podcast mic, but there I clicked order and it's coming. Celebrate that. Compare yourself to where you just were and that you overcame that fear and that you're moving forward. You're moving forward. Um, and then I do want to hit on this one thing before we end today uh, because this was something that I struggled with uh, and it is maybe you have a history of failure. Um, on this specific thing, whatever it is that you are pursuing right now uh, is you've already failed at it and you're like, well, I failed at it before. I've already, you know, and you're feeling defeated in it. And there are areas that you know that you are not fully, um, you're, you're not quite there yet. There are still things that you need to learn and you are crippled by the fear that you're going to fail it again. And you're like, people are going to know I failed it again. And I want you to know that the only reason you should be afraid of it is if you did not learn what it was that you did wrong last time. If you don't know what it was that you did wrong last time, then don't move forward. You need to go back and figure out why you failed, why it fell through. Because like we talked about earlier, Failure is only failure if you don't get up, if you don't figure out what you did wrong and you don't press through. So before, because if you don't figure out what it was that you did wrong or why it failed, then you're, you, you're more than likely to make the same mistake again because of just the way that humans are. <laughs> because we're creatures of habit and we are, you know, we have our personalities or whatever it is. But so if you have struggled in this area before, you're feeling like you might fail again, even if it's just a relationship, you're like, hey, I'm scared to fail a relationship. I'm scared to commit to anybody because every relationship that I've had has been horrible and I keep messing it up. Go back and, and find out what it is. Find out what it is that you feel like you are falling short on. If it has something to do with schooling, go and figure out where it was that things fell through. Was it lack of confidence? Was Did you fail because you just didn't have the confidence to pursue what it was that you wanted to pursue? Go and see why it was that you either backed out or why things fell through um, because that is going to be the lesson that you learn there to pick up and try again because that, guys, is honestly the, the just the process of life. We are just going to have trial and error. We're going to screw things up and we're going to try again. And what is so beautiful about that is that God's mercies are new every single day. And there is not a single, there is not a number of times that we could mess up that he would not be there waiting for the next time around. So he is with you in this. He is rooting for you even more than I am, which is hard to fathom because I'm rooting for you so fiercely. I wish you guys could see inside my heart or see inside like my secret time and like how I pray for you guys um because I really I love you guys so much and so I know that God loves you guys even more so you are so cared for you are so loved and there are people rooting for your success and just keep in pursuit of what it is that you feel like God has placed on your heart because he will open the doors he will see it through you are already walking in victory and you are where you are supposed to be right now as long as you are pursuing what God's what God has for you because he will make sure that you will get there because you are standing in his will if you are living for him you're living a life surrendered and you are not trying to be in control or sprinkle God into your agenda or into your plans that you are open and willing to accept the plans that he has for you so I hope that this spoke to your spirit today guys I know for me it felt so good to just share it with you um and just to I honestly didn't even have like any show notes for this I which is hilarious 
because um, I didn't even plan on starting when I started. I literally just hit record and I was like, all right, let's talk. So here we are. Um, and we finished it, which is funny. But um, yeah, so if you guys haven't yet, go and follow us on um, the Instagram. The Instagram. Why do I keep saying that? Go and follow us on Instagram at the Empowerment Project Pod. And um, make sure that you go and rate this podcast. Um, we will be on Spotify soon. I promise that is what I'm going through all of this stuff for because there are so many of you that are like, please get Spotify. I'm like, I'm trying. I'm just, I, I'm doing my absolute best. Like, I want to do that for you guys because I listen to my stuff on Spotify too. So, I'm avidly working on that. Please know that. Um, but yeah, please go and review this podcast. Make sure you leave me a little comment so I can read them and read them to um, other people who hop on here or who come across this podcast because we know that it is doing great things. We know that God is doing great things through it, actually. So um, if you can, lift up some prayers for the podcast and for the people that are listening and that they would be touched by God and that they would um, be reminded just of how much he loves them and how much he cares for them. So I love you guys so much. I hope you have the best. I don't know when you're listening to this because sometimes I listen to podcasts a few days late, but I hope you have the best day, the best week, the best weekend, just the best life ever. And I will see you guys literally next week or whenever you listen to this. <laughs> Bye.